0: It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to be inspired and motivated by our next guest on the show. Please welcome the incredible Sandy Griffin. Sandy is not just your ordinary fitness coach. She is a certified professional fitness coach, an accomplished IFBB International Women's Physique Athlete, and a sought-after bodybuilding coach, speaker, and trainer. Her extensive experience with strength training, weight loss, injury prevention, recovery, and competition preparation has earned her a stellar reputation in the fitness industry. Sandy has worked with Olympic and world champion athletes, U.S. military special forces members, medical professionals, and even corporate businesses. But Sandy's journey is not just about her accomplishments. It's about her unwavering dedication to empowering others. Her own personal fitness journey 15 years ago ignited a fire within her to help her clients discover their own beauty and strength, enabling them to achieve things that they never thought possible. With passion and mentorship, Sandy guides her clients to reach their fitness goals and to take their wellness to new heights. Now, let's dive into Sandy's story of triumph over struggle. Imagine moving to a new country and after spending 17 years in Germany, moves back to the U.S. only to face the challenges of a global pandemic right after getting her business off the ground in Colorado. But did Sandy let that deter her? Absolutely not. She revamped her business plan, redefined her goals, and tackled a massive expo, all while keeping her positive spirit intact. Sandy Griffin is a force to be reckoned with, a beacon of strength and resilience and positivity. As a fitness coach, she not only helps others discover their true potential, but also sets an example of unwavering determination and personal growth. So get ready to be inspired as Sandy takes us on the journey of empowerment and shows us what it truly means not to break your stride and keep moving forward. Welcome Sandy, it is so great to have you here today. Thank you. Well, and I suppose I should be saying Guten Morgen to you and uh, Guten Morgen, (laughs) because I saw that you were in Germany for seventeen years, and as you know, I'm here in Switzerland on the German part in Lucerne, Switzerland. How cool is that? I thought maybe we were going to be, you know, speaking in German today. My kinderdeutsch would not quite make it. (laughs) It's a hard language. It is such a hard language. And the fact that you were there for 17 years, I can only imagine. uh, I can read a menu
1: like a boss, though. Yes. I can read a menu and grocery shop like a boss, but carrying a conversation,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: unless we're talking about food, probably not.
0: (laughs) You know, I I can talk about the weather uh, a little bit, if it's hot, if it's cold, etc. And then I can also like order food and, uh,
1: (laughs) yeah, I learned very quickly how to say I'm full because they will try to feed you like an Italian grandmother and, um, that I'm tired because I always had a really early bedtime. So I learned those two phrases very quickly when we moved there.
0: Yeah. Schlafen. Schlafen. Yeah. Yeah. Ich bin müde. (laughs) Yeah. Ich bin müde. That. <laughs> yes, that's what yep. my son says when he comes home from school every day. Is like I'll ask, uh, "We get a steer," and he's like, oh, "Ich bin, ich bin muda. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so good, so good. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And this is the part of the show where we have the big reveal as to what song are we going to be talking about from the '80s today. So, without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? Sandy, what is the song that best resonates with the story you're going to share with us today?
1: It has to be Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder.
0: Oh, yes. Such <laughs> a great song. And I've been actually listening to that today. And of course, I had to go down the rabbit hole. Now, I did go to Wikipedia, like as usual on this show, I always go to Wikipedia. But today I thought, you know what? What the heck? I'm going to chat GPT. And um, yes, I did. And it broke down pretty amazingly. So I'll tell you what chat GPT had to say. And I did cross reference a bit from Wikipedia just to make sure because you do have to check for accuracy. So the first thing was its title was unconventional inspiration. So Break My Stride was written by Matthew Wilder and Greg Prestapino in the early 1980s. The song has a catchy melody and lyrics that were actually inspired by a rather unusual incident where uh, Wilder was going through a difficult time in his career and while taking a walk, he uh, encountered a friend. And by talking to this friend, he was inspired to make this song. Then it says, unforeseen success. Uh, When Break My Stride was released in 1983 uh, as a single, From Matthew Wilder's album, "I Don't Speak the Language," it initially didn't gain much attention. However, over time, the song gained popularity through word of mouth and eventually became a surprise hit, reaching number five on the Billboard Hot 100. So, if you look at that, that just shows already the power of persistence and gradual growth in in the music. And that I thought that was kind of cool. International triumph. Break My Stride not only achieved success in the U.S., but became a massive hit, reaching the top 10 in multiple countries, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Germany, and New Zealand. It became a staple on radio stations across the globe and remained popular, and has remained popular ever since. It has memorable lyrics like Break My Stride is very catchy. The repetitive line ain't uh, nothing going to break in my stride. Uh, nobody going to slow me down. It's hard to say it and not sing it. (laughs) Yeah. I I got to keep on moving and it's just got a nice, nice rhythm to it. It's uplifting. It's empowering. And finally, uh, sampling and covers over the years. Break my stride has been sampled and covered by various artists showcasing its enduring appeal. Uh, in 1996 rapper unique released a, a Euro dance version of the song which became a a chart topper. And then also uh, The Blue Lagoon, Christina Aguilera and Ace of Base have incorporated elements of Break My Stride into their tracks. So you picked an amazing song and thank you for that, bringing that in. Because it put a spring in my step this morning as I took, (laughs) especially, uh, you know, right as I was going in to take a Zumba class in Swiss German. So I would put me in the right, perseverance mindset. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it does have just a groove to it. You just can't help but bounce a little. So yes, yes, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your story. I, I gave a little introduction, you know, about your story of perseverance, but, uh, I'd love for you to tell our audience a little bit more about your story. Sure.
1: When we first moved to Germany um, as a military family in 2002, it was quite the culture shock, you know, to be a young mom of three small children and not know the language, not have any friends, not have a job. And I found myself um, really struggling with the weather there as well. We had come from Arizona, very sunny, very warm, to a very much Seattle like climate, which I was actually raised in Seattle, funny enough. Oh. It just, my health started deteriorating so quickly when I was there. And through um, really horrible health issues that developed from that um, high blood pressure, diabetes and everything, I got very scared that I was gonna leave my children without a mom. So Mm -hmm. I started making lifestyle changes a few years later and discovered the sport of bodybuilding, which led me into my career. Uh, When we had to leave Germany, and that was another huge challenge i had developed such a great community with our german um, neighbors with our american friends of course with the military community i had a great relationship with medical professionals at lanchal regional medical center treating our wounded warriors and to leave all of that behind to start completely over and into a you know move back into a culture that i was so unfamiliar with after living overseas for so long it was so challenging but i you know, like, uh, that's why the song resonates with me. I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of person. Mm-hmm. So I always try to see the positive in things. If things are going bad, I just like tomorrow's gonna be a better day. Tomorrow's gonna be a better day. So moving overseas was challenging. It was sad, but we had so many amazing things to look forward to being closer to our children who were now grown. And we, we came back to, um, sunny Colorado, 300 days of sunshine. Whereas Germany is vastly different <laughs> or yes. can be vastly different with them. And we just had a, a great community that we moved into. And with that, just a few months after getting settled and getting our health unpacked and finally getting kind of established in our new community, meeting some new people, um, moving my business, rebranding everything. Nobody knows who you are when you get here, you know, and I I wasn't working with the military community as I had been before. Then COVID hit, <laughs> oh. so we had uh, the world kind of shut down, and here comes rebranding again for not just me, but for everyone. We we all had to take a look at our business and how can we get through this. Yes. So it was it was a lot. It was a lot. The last twenty years have been just an amazing uh, discovery and challenges and successes, and yeah, I'm still learning a lot.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, and I. That is, thank you for sharing that. And um, I mean, that is a lot, and it just shows your resilience. Like that, you, you know, today can look back on it and see all the growth that happened within that time. Like, for instance, when you had to rebrand and and kind of through COVID and all of that, you know, what learning did you get from that experience that you yeah. wouldn't have otherwise?
1: It forced me into um, challenging myself to learn and try new things. I'm a person that can get very comfortable if I'm not careful. I really try not to do that. I really try to constantly be growing and learning, but I, I will get stuck in a rut sometimes. And I had become very comfortable in my life, you know, previously overseas. So moving here, that was one big change, but I am not one. Um, I really... Love the relationships I get to build being an in person one on one coach. So, for me to have to venture into a digital realm with a fitness app or online coaching or online training, that was something that was way out of my comfort zone. And I didn't know that I would be quite as successful with that um, because I just love the interaction and the in person. They can see my expression, they can, you know, yes. hear my voice. Um. There's so much more connection there than just a text message or an online program that I just throw on and out for somebody. So that was a, that was really uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And then of course I'm a very social person. I love those connections that I have with my clients and with the people that I get to work with. So for everything to be shut down and to not be able to see to anybody, that was a real struggle as well.
0: Yes. Yes. And, and, and for me, like, you know, like all the other extroverts in the world, you know, I started a podcast so that I could talk to people, uh, in the closet, uh, over uh, the pandemic (laughs) and uh, I'll never never forget. And I wasn't planning on starting this podcast until it was like later in my goals, like through, for the year it was toward the late, like, you know, last quarter. But, uh, for me it was like, well, all right, none of this in the middle can happen. Um, and like retreats and this and that, like, I had all these ideas I was going to be doing. And, um, and then I was like, all right, what can I do? You know, and yeah. what I could do was start a podcast, you know, and so I have a closet, you know, I, I you couldn't get soundproofing at the time, I remember because it was all sold out. So I have this moving blanket, which I still have. I shipped it with me to, cause I, I kind of grew accustomed to it. I kind of make myself a little pod and I stay in it. And, um, And I actually, you know, now I can get soundproofing, but this has worked thus far. So I moved it with me to Switzerland and, um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's amazing how, you know, for me also, it forced me now we can talk about this, you know, a couple of years later, but it really forced me to make changes in my career that would have maybe taken longer had I not, you know, had I not had that time to learn, to explore, to think, you know, to stop the hamster wheel wheel for a minute mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 uh, and do a deep dive, right? So um, it's interesting. Um, I'm I'm curious also as to you know the song and how it resonates with your story of moving your family to the states after being in Germany for seventeen years. Tell us about that. It's just, you can, you,
1: we have choices to make. I don't believe anything happens for a reason. I don't believe anybody should have to endure a tragedy or, you know, a horrible circumstance. However, I, we do have choices and our choices will lead us to where we're supposed to be if we, you know, Mm. if we do that intelligently and really with a plan and with a strategy. And so, you know, we had, it, we did, we did know that we were going to have to leave, you know, overseas and eventually come back here. So that was something that we had um, started to prepare for, but you can, you can approach things with a, I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to triumph over this. I'm going to be the victor, or you can enter into situations as a victim. Yeah. And I refuse to be a victim. I, uh, my childhood was, was challenging in, some of those relationships with my, my mother. And I was, I felt like a victim a lot and I got tired of that. And I'm like, no more. And so I, I choose to be, choose to try to, and it's difficult. Sometimes it's not easy. There are some days where I'm like, why am I doing this? (laughs) But if you can choose to rise above your circumstances and, and look for what am I going to discover? What are the amazing things I'm about to enter into? What am I going to learn? And how can I, be there for someone else through this process, it makes it so worth it. And so we were just, we really focused on what we were excited about. Um there, that little piece of our heart was being ripped out a little bit too. But you just focus on, I have so many things I'm about to discover. Something as simple as marketing and advertising in a business, in, in the business realm. Being overseas with the language barrier and with being in a military community, there are a lot of restrictions and guidelines as to what you could and could not do coming back here, I can do anything I want. <laughs> There's so many more opportunities for me to expand and grow my brand and my business. I had no idea what I was getting into and I am still overwhelmed with all of that. So you just, yes. you don't break your stride. You just, you yep. keep moving. You you get that little hitch and you giddy up, you know, yes. and, and you just dance your way through and it has been absolutely wonderful.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, I'll be, I will when we repat, you know, I'll be reaching out to you as well and, uh, <laughs> get, get some tips and, and all of that, because I know it's, um, this, and you know, and you, you were there for quite some time in Germany. So I imagine it was a, it was a, uh, interesting transition. So, yeah. but that, uh, but I, that you took it in a stride and here you are on the other side of it all. So that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, this is the part of the show where we talk about strengths and the via strengths. Uh, we talk about it on every every episode. Uh, but, folks, if you haven't taken your uh, via strengths assessment yet, it's completely free. It's online. Yeah, Lots of science behind it. Uh, it was developed by Seligman and Peterson. It is rooted in positive psychology and uh, moving to Switzerland. I have leaned in heavily to bravery on uh, just leaving the house in the morning sometimes. <laughs> it's bravery. Uh, you know, because I know I, you know, it's 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 challenging. You got to navigate a new system, etc. So um knowing your strengths can really help you, you know, number one, boost positive emotions. That's one, you know, one thing it does naturally. Just looking and living in your in your top signature strengths. and and boost positive emotions, it gives you more energy, but it also gives you, uh, you know, information because if something you're doing is a challenge or using one of your lesser strengths, knowing that you actually can use one of your signature strengths to tow a lesser strength. So I gave you the example of bravery, it's in my lesser strengths. So what strength did I use to tow bravery along? And I use love of learning because that's my number one strength. So by, you know, learning new things, learning the language, learning the culture, you know, learning the train system, et cetera, et cetera, I then was able to be more brave uh, and use that strength. So with that in mind, um, I have Sandy's strengths. And I mean, audience, <laughs> if you can probably by her story already spot a lot of these strengths that she has. And Sandy, if you it's okay with you, um, could I read them off to our audience? Absolutely. Super. Thank you. Number one is uh, Perseverance. Ah, <laughs> nothing was going to break her stride. <laughs> I mean, the song is Perseverance. Um, creativity. So if you look at creativity for her, she had to get real creative when she moved to Germany about how you know she was going to live, how she was going to work, all those things. Same thing when she flipped into going to the U.S., it was you know it was um she was coming in during a challenging time because the pandemic you know she didn't know this but all of a sudden the pandemic hit uh just a few months after moving back to the state so she had to get creative about how she was going to do her business and revamp her business and set new goals so that's being innovative which is part of creativity so that's her number 2 strength uh bravery uh i mean it, sh- yes J- yes <laughs> we can hear the bravery uh cur- she's got curiosity that's really a great strength to have. And it goes along with love of learning. Typically they go hand in hand mm-hmm. and uh, curiosity is a great way. Actually, you know, it's a nice way to, that would be a good one to use uh, for towing strength, you know, a towing one that might be in your lesser strengths that you need to lean into and getting curious about what you were doing at that time could help you tow a lesser strength, like self-regulation, which, like for instance in bodybuilding, I mean, hello self-regulation. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean having DVDs in the past, I had to uh, look and at uh, you know my best, and with that, I had a meal plan, and sometimes the meal plan was quite tough, so I had to lean into. Self-regulation, which is actually my number twenty four. I think it's number twenty four for me. So <laughs> I had to tow everything. you know what I mean, I always like I had to get all of my signature strengths on board to to follow this the meal plan. But I imagine Sandy with bodybuilding, it was uh, a similar thing. So I don't know where self-regulation is on your strengths, but you know, maybe you can share how typically it's in most people's lesser strengths. So maybe you could share what you may have towed to get through the bodybuilding and physique competitions
1: i don't believe that self regulation was ever a strength until i got to the point in my journey that i was like i am not going to die and leave my kids without a mom oh. and i think i immediately took that from probably the deepest darkest depths of my <laughs> strengths and yanked it right up to the forefront i was determined to be a healthy mom For my children, a healthy wife, for my husband, I love my family more than anything in this world. And that was, that became my priority to say that that became easy. Probably not at first. It was, there were days where I'm like, why am I doing this? But it was definitely something that I think it was easier with my health because I had such a driving force behind it. Self-regulation in other areas like procrastination, you know, regulating my, my habits as I'm a business owner. Those are a little bit more challenging for me yeah. because there wasn't at first, there is today, a driving force to really put that in the forefront of my strengths. Mm-hmm. However, my, you know, my creativity, my curiosity, those kind of drive. And because I want to succeed in that, I think that self-regulation keeps kind of sneaking back in, like, hey, remember me. Yes. So
0: oh, that's brilliant. Ab, you bring up such a good point because. If you see these strengths in your lesser strengths, you know, because uh, everyone's got these twenty four strengths. They're lesser strengths, but they're not weaknesses, so they're not not to be confused with that at all. But actually, our lesser strengths can be trained. It does take some energy, and that's why towing strengths and finding ways to having a coach, things like that, is a great way to to help, you know, pull them in, right? Pull pull it in when you need it, and um, and they can be trained. And uh, and it's funny that self regulation is an interesting strength because it can be trained. But what I've found personally, I don't know like if, you know, I have to know where I'm going to spend my self-regulation because it's a muscle, right? And we fatigue, we can fatigue that muscle if we're really being rigid about when I'm going to post this or, and, and, and for my business or when I'm, what I'm going to be eating for a meal plan, what workouts I'm going to be doing. Like if we really get that muscle you know, if we, we work it out too much. It can get tired. Right. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like knowing where to spend, where am I going to spend my self-regulation and where I'm really working on it right now is, is on my physical health. So anyway, that's, that's it in a nutshell. We'll keep moving forward. But some other <laughs> strengths that you have is, uh, also a oh, humility. Oh my goodness. Humility. Uh, well, you've got honesty, gratitude, humility, so humility is, um, you could hear it in Sandy. She's very modest, you know, she's not going to toot her own horn and, and that comes through and, and you're, you're very generous. And, and I, I feel that as I'm talking to you, you've got humor in there for sure. Uh, you can see here that and then zest zest is a great strength. That's that, that energy. That's probably why a lot of your clients love working with you because you bring in that zest, that, that life force and, um, that helps motivate and keep people going. And I can see that positivity and zest in you. And then finally love of learning. And, uh, yeah, so really beautiful package of top 10. That was her top 10. And, uh, thank you for sharing those with us. Thank you for helping me like sit down and write those out. I
1: had never done that exercise before, so that was challenging, but it was really, it was really fun. It was really fun.
0: Yes, yes, and it's like you can't help but when you know you'll start recognizing like, oh, I'm using this strength right now, and that's why I feel so good. You know, so you know, once I discovered my self worth
1: and I discovered my confidence and my my ability to do things I'd never imagined I could, the first thing on my mind was everyone has to discover this, mm-hmm. and I think that's where that zest comes from. Like, this is amazing. You guys have to you guys have to try this, you know? (laughs) So, and that, that, um, yeah, I believe we're called to serve and love people, you know? And if you can just, and that just, what is not positive about that, you know? So I just love, you know, if if someone can discover all of these amazing Mm -hmm. traits about themselves and about life and about adventure, why wouldn't we want to share that with somebody, you know? And I think it's so powerful once, because once you have that, you don't want to let it go. I'm not going back. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is a great point to tell. Tell us a little bit about your business and how, you know, our audience could access you to work with you and then also how our audience could get a hold of you to work with you.
1: Sure. The first thing I, I always want to make sure that people are aware of is that I work with everyone. Um, it's not just about the elite athlete or the bodybuilder, or, you know, I have a lot of women are like, I don't want to look like you. I want to, I just want to get healthy. That is healthy. Does not have a particular size. It doesn't have a particular weight. It does not have a particular shape. We are all so beautifully and uniquely made and we all have different health and wellness goals. We all have different starting points. When I first started my journey, I didn't know the difference between a barbell and a dumbbell, you know, so, (laughs) and But my love for what I was doing developed, you know, over time into something way different than where a lot of people take their fitness journeys. I love helping people overcome pain. Um, Pain is one of our biggest hindrances, whether it's just aches and pains from aging, or maybe there was an injury from an old high school, whatever, or a recent car accident, whatever that may look like, just helping people overcome those things. So no matter where you are in your fitness journey, male, female, you're you have no idea where to start. You're just overwhelmed or you're an elite athlete looking for the next challenge. I love helping people discover their next thing in that, i I do one on one training is my passion. That's my absolute love. I love working with people and developing that relationship with them and developing, you know, just walking them through and helping them discover. And I love watching their discovery. So that's why that's really my passion. I also do um, online coaching, virtual coaching, no matter where you are in the world. I have lots of friends still in Europe. Uh, Our military family is of course worldwide. And I'm currently hosting and organizing a large scale health and fitness expo in the Colorado Springs area so that we can help people on a much larger scale, even though I love that one-on-one, that really personal connection. There are so many amazing resources in the area that I live, Colorado Springs and we want to make sure every single person in our community has access and has the education to know where to start. They know that these businesses are going to come around them and support them through their journey as well. And they're not going to be viewed as a transaction. They're going to be viewed as a human being that we really want to help in their wellness journey, put them in um, the front seat of their health and you know help them discover what that means and what that looks like. So I feel like I wear a lot of hats right now as far as being able to um help people with access to this information or programs I can be that direct conduit for someone or I can point them in the direction of some amazing medical and health and wellness professionals that can help them in their journey as well
0: amazing amazing thank you so much for sharing and and I that's just incredible what you're doing you know um and and, and call, I mean who knew right several years later, you're <laughs> now you're, you're, you're putting on an expo. Like that's wow. Amazing. Well, that's where that bravery comes
1: in. Cause this, it sets me up to fail real big, if <laughs> yeah. the potential to fail really big, but yes. it's my
0: community is worth it. My community is worth it. So. Oh, it's going to be a huge success. No doubt about it with, it with you behind it. So that's amazing. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And then for them to get a hold of you, what what uh, is the best way? Email your website. Yeah, email website. Um, I'm yeah. on all
1: the social media channels. They can contact me. Whatever is best and for I'll, them.
0: I'll put those guys. I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, you'll have access to her website. Super. So, and then they'll be able to find you on. Um, you're on Instagram as well, and um, I am. And and okay, super. And LinkedIn and what have you. Yeah, I'll make sure all the things, all the things, <laughs> all the handles. So with that. You know, uh, we always like to do a little action item for our audience, you know, something after, as they're listening to this episode, you know, what would you give our audience as far as um, an action item, something that they can do, you know, after they listen to this podcast?
1: Discover your why. And like I mentioned with my strengths, unless I have a driving force behind what I'm doing, usually we'll get very complacent when you're setting any goal for any reason you have to have your why up front my why was my children my family were so important to me i did not want to leave them because i just chose not to make good choices so figuring out your why putting that in front of you having something that reminds you of that every day will keep you moving forward in a very very positive manner if it could be it doesn't have to be in your fitness journey it can be in your personal journey or in your business journey Put your why up front and make sure that that's very apparent and you have a reminder every day, because that will be the driving force between developing those habits, getting your mindset right, keeping that positive attitude, um, not getting complacent and continuing to learn and grow that it will be the driving force behind all of those things, which is just going to make you hugely successful in whatever you decide to conquer.
0: Ah, so good. So good. What do you use, if you don't mind me asking, Is your reminder, just to give our audience a little example of that? Well, many years
1: ago when I began my journey, it was my three children who were three, five and a half and seven at the time. They are yes. now beautiful, amazing grownups. And I am now the proud grandmother of a four, four-month-old baby girl <gasps> named Mavis. And she is my driving force now. Oh. She is my why. <gasps> I want to be an amazing, healthy grandmother and hopefully great-grandmother someday. Um, and grandma to many more grandchildren, but they, my family, I exist, you know, for my family and they Mm. are my heart. They're my heart.
0: So amazing. Huge congratulations. And thank you. Welcome baby Mavis to the world. (laughs) Such a great name too. That's amazing. Yeah. She's beautiful. beautiful. I'm biased, but she's beautiful. Well, I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. Well, audience, um, we've got our marching orders. Let's find our, you know, why and, uh, and let's do this. And then, you know, from here, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, our eighties trends. Uh, shall we move yeah. into eighties? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So let's begin with, um, you know, what were your favorite, uh, I would ask first, like, what would be your favorite Trends of the 80s. Let's go with trends first. Oh, wow. So
1: I shellacked successfully, shellacked all my bedroom furniture with Aquanet hairspray, mm. getting the wall of bangs and the, wings and the wings every day before school. And Aquanet, I believe, was 89 cents a can. Of course, it had to be the silver can, which was the mega hold cement, <laughs> mega hold <laughs> cement. Yes. And uh. I seriously remember trying to scrape the the coating of hairspray that i left on this antique furniture, furniture. of my grandmother's
0: yes <laughs> and taking
1: off the um the top layer of whatever down to the bare wood trying to get yes the varnish yes trying to get that trying to get the hairspray off so that was absolutely my 80s trend was the big hair yeah what else parachute pants i had a pair of parachute pants
0: oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah
1: and that's
0: amazing
1: yeah I don't know if anybody else remembers this,
0: but Manchi Chi dolls. Manchi Chi, Manchi Chi. Oh you remember cuddly. put your thumb yes. in your mouth. It's really neat. Love to wiggle those little feet. La
1: la la. Yes. I yes. don't even remember the song. I just remember the dolls because I stole them from my best friend down the street, Debbie, because I got mad at her and I stole her Manchi Chi dolls and hid them and then I gave them back because I have integrity.
0: <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, I knew that was idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing
1: i'm so happy you remember monchichis i tell that to everybody and they're like what is that
0: that's a, mon-chi-chi. I, <laughs> that's a monchichi i totally remember the monchichi they had the thumb and then they, they had the banana they had a banana in the other hand that's and, right yep exactly it's so, yeah. so fun and the jingles <laughs> the jingles yes and then you put down a couple jingles that just made me laugh <laughs> um, so tell me tell us tell us your jingles that you wrote down if you want Oof. want to
1: Seriously, I just seriously wrote down the first thing. I did have to Google song because there are so many amazing 80s songs. I'm like, which one really speaks to me? The jingle popped into my head. I don't know why, but it was Clarols. I'm going to wash that gray right out of my hair. Yes, And I don't know why I remember that. Maybe it just, our news station played it all the time. I have no idea. But yeah, every time I see a box of dye at Walmart or the grocery store, that jingle pops into my head. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I
0: think that's from is that from Showboat? Like I'm gonna wash that man right out of my hair. I think so. Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember my dad loved Showboat, uh, the musical. And I remember him singing that. And then I remember in the 80s when the song came out, I was like, I've heard this before, you know? Um yep. but uh yeah, the other play. the other one that popped in
1: my head as a kid, I remember watching it, and I think it was before I was able like before my mom allowed me to start shaving my legs I was probably 8 or 9 was the Nair we wear short shorts yes. which I'm sure would be highly inappropriate on our commercials today however the shorts like we talked a little bit about were, we're not as short as you know yeah
0: yes <laughs> the shorts were not that were not that short back then now they're even yeah. now they're just underwear <laughs>
1: But the, but the cat whistle and the jingle, you know, probably not appropriate for today's audience, but it was, you know, clearly entertaining as an eight year old girl. So
0: a hundred percent. And it was, yes, I remember watching that as well. And then I actually remember hearing horror stories of people at camp who, cause I was in middle school at the time, or, you know, maybe grade school. I can't remember exactly how old I was, but I remember hearing, people would replace their shampoo with Nair. <laughs> oh no. Isn't that terrible? Like I, I I mean I was mortified. Like after that I like sniffed my shampoo every time <laughs> I, you know, I liked Pert. My favorite what, shampoo was Pert because I loved yes. the smell. And you know that was green, so you know oh, somebody, yes. somebody was messing with your shampoo bottle. Um <laughs> so but yeah, so that that's one of my memories from Nair. I'm like, "Oh god." <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. uh yeah, very good, very good jingles you picked. Those were fantastic. And and you brought back the Manchichi and of course <laughs> that Aquanet hairspray that is shellac that uh oh, yeah. you know, I mean I think it might be akin to super glue. Um
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's not far from it not far from it. it. It did. It did have some mega hold. That's for sure.
0: That is Almost mega.
1: waterproof when you jumped into the pool, at least for the first few minutes. And then it, you know, then it finally gave
0: way. Exactly. But... <laughs> then there's the sticky film that you can watch. on the... <laughs> That's covering your, yeah. your, that covered your grandmother's furniture. Uh, oh, so good. So good. Well, I am so grateful to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for you. being here. It's been such a pleasure to meet you and a big shout out, to Leslie McClure for, uh, you know, bringing us together today and um, which was amazing who connected us. So thank you to that. And um, until next time, thank you again, Sandy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80 song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you. And we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.